Hey everybody, welcome to the Plex. This is a special interview. I've got I've got Gary Arnold here. Gary Arnold has done this movie that we watched on stream. Uh oh, I can't read the name. What was the name of your film again? I'm sorry. I actually have several. Um, the Subterranean Seance. Subterranean Seance speaks. is the one that we yes. uh, watched on stream late at night on uh, on on Sunday. <laughs> I thought it's I had everything in my notes here, but I didn't have the, the, the name of the most recent movie we watched. I didn't have the subject matter of this interview in my notes. Uh, what, are the other, <laughs> what are the other films you've done? All right. And then you have uh, Subterranean Seance, The Evidence Speaks, is the initial uh, uh, in my series, the first one of the documentaries. And then you have Frog Hollow Road, The Evidence Speaks. And then you have a whole collection of archives where you have the actual reports from the scientists. So that's the more technical end. Um, the first one is more artsy-fartsy. Uh, so I figured, you know, there would be like a, a treasure hunt for EVPs and at the same time introduce the audience just to a little bit of what's happening in my world. Uh, but the second one is a little more in-depth. And then, like I said, the third um, a companion piece would be the uh, the actual archives with all the reports uh, the, by uh, the forensic uh, audio professionals and audio engineers and scientists. So you've, you and I do have that in common. I've been doing audio in some way, shape, or form since I was very young. Um, the first thing I ever did with audio, I don't know if you ever messed with mod trackers. It was like before, before the kind of before digital audio workstations existed. There was a thing called a mod tracker where you'd have I never like did a, that. you'd just have a you could just insert sounds in a certain order, you know, okay. at a certain beats per minute. People were using it to make like kind of crude techno music um, on computers <laughs> cool. before like you could really make electronic music on a computer. Now, like every song you ever hear electronic or not is made on a computer, but this was a That's long true. time ago. Um, That's and true. I've been a DJ. I produced electronic music with more modern stuff after that. And uh, now I stream and do podcasts and, uh, people we have jokes about how good the audio is on my stream versus like other <laughs> political streams people we make fun of other people's audio all the time <clears throat> so we do have that in common and so i do have some background in audio processing although uh i'm not like doing any audio forensics or anything i won't, wouldn't make that claim um but what i had a couple quick questions at the beginning you had mentioned the track phone can you talk a little bit about the track phone and why you use that as your recorder yeah um Actually, the backstory on that is, is very simple. Uh, I work in academia, so my wife wanted to connect with me. Um, I, I was very old school. I wouldn't even carry a cell phone. And uh, just the office phone wasn't adequate in case I was going across campus at the local university, uh, where the whole phenomenon started with me. And uh, anyhow, so she said, hey, go out and get some, some really low-tech cell phone uh, just so i can connect to you and i'm like okay so i took my daughter we went up to the local rite aid in town and they had a track phone there and it was ten dollars and i looked at the clerk i said well, that that looks pretty uh pretty simple and i said i'll give you five for it and uh, the lady looked at me and she said okay five bucks so for five dollars best investment i ever made uh this phone you know, it just has the simple features on it it's not a smartphone so it's just got uh, regular, you know, texting and phone calls, and it's an A Alcatel A205G track phone. So you know, for fifteen dollars a month, you can have uh, it enabled. And it was three G. That was back when three G was still the standard. Uh, and you know, today, you could not use that phone 
uh, on the networks. They phase that out. So I have to always upload the clips now and then separately send them um, if I use that, that make and model of phone. Anyhow, um, yeah, that's the track phone, the, the, my, uh, my device that I use. Uh, and that's not the only device. I mean, I've been able to record EVPs on other devices. And the very nature of EVPs, I mean, obviously, most of the time they're just whispers. They have to be amplified. Uh, and there's always the element of pareidolia. And I, like I said, I'm familiar from all the aspects of this, you know, this crazy stuff that, um, you know, that you could trick yourself into believing you hear something, all right, that, that's not there. So what I, when this phenomenon started to affect my life, and I was like, wow, this is mind-blowing stuff, where I get direct answers upon playback of my recordings, the answers would come before. If you listen, you hear the answer to my question, a direct response before I ask it. Now, it's not enough that I hear it, so I had to send it on to audio forensic professionals with their bleeding-edge AI software so that they could come to a professional consensus of what is this saying. Because, you know, you can hear what you want to hear, and anyone can dupe themselves into believing something nonsensical. But the more I, I interacted with this phenomenon, the, the, the more disturbing on some level it became because I'm like, okay, um, uh, how can these answers be possible? I mean, you start to, I'm, I'm a practical person. I've always been very rational. Uh, so I didn't seek this kind of fame or whatever. Um, and I, there's been a lot, uh, I've done a lot of podcasts, FM radio. Um, I've had newspapers interview me. Uh, and it's just, it's crazy stuff. So I have a website, which I call my Compendium Launchpad site, and it's got links to everything. It's got links to, you know, the documentaries. It's got links to all the podcasts. Got, eventually, I'll have a link to this. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's it's fun on one hand, but the serious part is um, coming to, to grips with it as being real, because it's just... I consider this part of the natural world, uh, and, and you know, there are a lot of things about nature that are still mysterious. Uh, there's an element of, uh, well, you, and what does this mean? Is this because uh, the the messages a lot of times are personal, uh, and, and they 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 say my wife's name, all right, and her name is unusual because she comes from what used to be East Germany. Her name's Ansha. So when you have invisible entities speaking from the void, her name. And answers to questions uh, and voices. Uh, and, and that's the thing. What the, the key to this whole thing is amplification of these these simple clips. And I, I've, I've had these, actually, I'm sure you've heard in the news something about Havana syndrome, which, you know, there are a lot, there's a lot of debate whether that's a real syndrome, whether it's just, you know, again, people, uh, mass hysteria, where they start feeling like they have been affected or targeted. Uh, I've actually had a, a group of people analyze some of my clips who are involved in those projects, and they're uncovering through their their software that they're using multiple layers that are inaudible, subliminal layers, and some of the, the crazy things. Like I also, I'm a big pigeon aficionado. I, I raise exotic pigeons from all over the world. All right, rainbow pigeons that imported from Thailand. I mean, if you look at my Facebook page or something, you'll see, my gosh, this guy's really got a passion for pigeons. And it, it's fun. And I had these homing pigeons. I also have, you know, standard pigeons, not just exotics. But I had uh, an extra pair of white homing pigeons. And in the middle of all this interaction with this strange phenomenon, I have a question. I was like, okay, well, I have this extra pair. What does the ethereal, what do they think about 
me with these extra pigeons. So I have a clip, uh, and you know, I ask them, you know, should I sell my white homing pigeons? All right, now, palm playback of the clip. A class A, which is like most people would agree, that's what was said, you know, the class A EVP uh, recording, before I ask the question, you hear an emphatic, sell them, you know, and, and it's like, what the heck? And, and it's just a direct answer to the question that follows, which again, makes you think, well, are these, whatever they are, are they telepathic? Or uh, as time as we understand it, nonsensical, because really there is maybe uh, every everything's happening all at once. And, 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 uh, the eternal now, as uh, T.S. Eliot said, and again, I'm a person, I, I, I love literature, and that's my background in writing and stuff. So I'm open-minded to to uh, to some things that, you know, a lot of people may be quick to dismiss, but I'm also driven by the data. I could never just stand on, like, this is my opinion. I've actually had to you know, to outsource this to professionals, including one's a Nobel Prize nominee. All right, these are people who, in their field, um, have distinguished themselves, and they've done work with me. And, and again, all of this you can interact with uh, through my Compendium website, and it's got links to you know uh, Stanford University professor, and it's got links to there's just different people and all the reports and everything that I do is free. Right, I'm not charging for it because I first and foremost think. Um, you know, when it comes to working in academia, there's a, a sense of everyone wants to be pedigreed and have credentials, and, and that's the only way you'll be respected in your field. So I could never do that alone because I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I have a Bachelor of Arts degree in English, and, I, and, and, and then helping you know, teach writing and stuff, that's at the university level. But I use these scientists, and they did pro bono work, and I would actually have, have some other scientists who would ask me to do remote viewing uh, tests with them. So one uh, scientist who is famous, I'm not going to say his name right now, because he kind of like, he, he helps me as long as he can stay like, under the radar. Uh, but uh, one, one guy, he had this, this uh, he had this can, this blue can, out on a park bench out in Washington State, all right? And so he calls me. I don't know anything, none of the background on this question, and he knows when I'm interacting during my lunch break with whatever they are. And so he's like, I'm going to give you a question. You'll have five minutes to interact with them. Send me the answer back, all right? So he wanted to know what was on a park bench out in, you know, in, the, in, in Washington State and et cetera, et cetera, in this blue can. And I asked the ethereal, and that's what I call them, because um, I can't see them, and I ask that question, and before I ask the question, an answer is heard, a battery. So I send this clip, and I didn't interpret it. He, he wanted the raw clip. I hear a battery, but I don't want to prejudice or alias the information by saying, this is what I hear, until after I hear what he hears. But I did jot it down, so he knew the timestamps there. So, you know, everything we go about this in a scientific way, even though this is like fringe science. Uh, and he's like, wow, that's amazing, and it was right. And so then the next question. So I start working with these people in, in the aerospace industry who are people who are prominent and also believe in uh, aliens, right? And because some of these, whatever they are I interact with, claim to be alien and claim to be otherworldly, and I know it sounds absolutely bonkers, and the only way I tell people, and I, I'm able to have a sense of humor about things, the way I'm able to deal with this is that I have a, a wonderful wife and kids and a normal life, 
I'm able to compartmentalize this and say, you know what, I will give this a small slice of my life because it's more than just a curiosity. Um, there's something to it. Understanding it and, and what it really means, you know, that's a, that's another thing altogether. Uh, but I've gone about it, and, and, and with these scientists and with these professionals who actually are in the industry, uh, and have them evaluate these clips. And they're coming back to me saying, send more, please. There's something going on here. Uh, the, the whispers that are the EVP portion of an audio clip where I'm interacting, the whispers apparently are not formed like we form things with a human larynx where we have air moving over vocal cords. These are formed in packets of energy, call it white noise primarily. And that's apparently key to a lot of this is that the old school track phones, they have filtering algorithms that aren't as good as the modern smartphones. So there's still a certain degree of white noise and whatever they are, the entities are able to craft this white noise into what sounds like human speech. Now you have to have the software to really evaluate and that's what they, these the bleeding edge software they're using to evaluate these clips. And the, most of the clips are under 20 seconds. So I ask a question. I don't go in any trance, I don't do any rituals or any nonsense like that. To me, that's always been like a distraction from, hey, what's going on? You know, all I do, I hear this strange ear ringing in only my right ear. That lets me know whenever they want to communicate. And all I have to do is a thought pops into my head or somebody's told me a question to ask. During that time, I'm able to push record upon playback of the clip. There is a section of the clip, and you can actually graphically see it in, in every clip where there's an EVP. There's my speech, which is strong and, you know, obviously made by a human being. And then there's this element at the beginning of a clip that is weak. Even a Class A EVP, which can be audibly, you know, you can be uh, deciphered and say, wow, that really sounds like this, and most people would agree on that. Um, that portion of the clip is not form formed by... A human speech. So, you know, somebody said, well, hey, maybe the government has, you know, uh, AI satellites beaming stuff. Hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm open minded about a lot of things. I think, uh, you know, I, I don't, I go through the list and I use Occam's razor, you know, the, you know, what's the least cumbersome explanation that requires me to suspend this disbelief that and you can say, well, the first thing is you're crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, that's my that's my my impression, actually. And that's and that's good. I mean, because that's how I would have felt if somebody told me this before I encountered it and before I in, indulged it. Um, I would have said that's nonsense. That's absolutely absurd and ludicrous. So you've you've we've I, we I, I yeah. the question yes. was about the track phone. Um, because I did look into the track phone, and you're right, yes. it does it has DS. You know, all these things have DSP in them, and it's just yes. a, like much older uh, DSP. Um. And the, the thing about a track phone, and I didn't know exactly the model, but I do know they're cheap phones. And I also I know that in intelligence gathering operations, sometimes people will want to use a cheap phone because the mic on it just picks up everything, like right. everything. So you can stick it under, the, under a car seat and you might be able to catch a conversation or whatever. But I don't know that that's necessary. That necessarily means that it's more and more accurate, um, uh, reproduction of what it picked up because the dsp is still there and you're still going to have artifacts from the dsp and i oh, just absolutely I, and that and I, I again i i fully aware of going into this uh analysis that you know there are certain things that you have to almost say okay 
it, that's a given. But then you start getting, and that's why I went for the objectivity of, okay, these, these professionals using AI software. What software are they using? I could not tell you exactly what they're using. They're using um, some kind of transcription software. Uh, it's next level. Uh, I, they don't clue me in. I can, I can. I think if you watch the second documentary in the archives, you'll actually see some of the the forensic professionals. And it's all free. And I want to emphasize, I'm not making money from this. I mean, I, I started out you know, charging a, a nominal fee, but I've decided this. And here's a reason, and I'm going to tell you why. Last year, March the 12th, uh, I was pumping gas at the local uh, gas station, and this came to me, this number, to play the lottery. It was a pick four number, and the number was 3001, straight. Well, I had a little extra change in my pocket, and it I went in, it was $3.50. I played that number straight. That's not something I do. Uh, and I won. All right, I went home. Now, the odds of me winning were 0.01%, right, which is 1 in 10,000 playing four digits straight, you know, the math behind that. Um, and it, it, it just, like, confirmed, this isn't about money. If, 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 if I want... To, this experience itself, all I'm trying to share with people is something, something doesn't make sense here. We've been told the world is this way. And I've been, yeah, I was raised in a Christian household and stuff, and there was an abstract idea of you know, what God is like, and, and maybe there are angels and things. Um, but I've found in my own experience, and this started in, in, my experience started in the library, the university library during my lunch break in 2017 in December. I've found that at first, it was frightening because I thought I had to be cracking up, and I went to the family doctor, and I went and I had detailed high-contrast MRIs, all this stuff I'm willing to share, and actually some of it is in the uh, the other reports, uh, the documentaries, uh, brain scans, seeing a psychiatrist, and going down the path of saying, let's evaluate my blood in broad-spectrum, full-spectrum blood analysis to see is there... It, maybe there's Lyme disease, you know, because I'm from a region where there could be something, and that can cause dementia, or the early onset of dementia, or in family history. Is there anything to look to, and, and, and understand? I believe in that, because that's the right way to say, well, that, okay, that, that's not been fruitful. That's not showing it. And so you end up with my family doctor listening to the clips with me and praying about this, because, you know, he's a man of faith. And I'm, 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 we, I'm pretty skeptical of your story, but you can continue. That's fine. That's fine. And, and I, I expect that. And so I actually said, Did everyone here's, clap? One where, here's one where they tell me to go get the blood work. All right. Now I, I let him listen to it. And it's just like, you know, the idea, and it should be, like I said, it, it's smart to be skeptical. I don't, subscribe to just anything at face value the bottom line is these scientists and people would not give me the time of day and they certainly wouldn't continue to interact with me till today if there was nothing in it for them there, they there are people can be and people can be in professional positions and people can be in positions of prestige and uh have uh, 
uh, what I would call wacky beliefs. There are oh. <laughs> there are just a, there are just a ton of people with PhDs who uh, we cover on one of our podcasts who believe all kind of wild things. There's a guy who works for Peter Thiel who thinks that he unified physics by himself in his spare time, and he's a credentialed mathematician and physicist i mean people yeah and, there are there are that, you, there are a lot of cranks out there my friend and I, I, I absolutely agree with you on that uh, what i'm trying to say is most people have a reason and it's a profit motive uh and or something uh some of these actually with the cia all right so these people are intri intrigued as well um now believe, what does that mean? Would you, if someone at a, a dinner party told you they were a cia agent would you believe them no, absolutely not. I want to research. I want to find out more about them. I want to. You know, I want, the, I want the, the point of a spy is that you never know that they're a spy, right? Y well, they're. Yeah. Yeah. I, That's I, like I, one I, of the main things that a person in intelligence gathering does is to make sure that not even their family knows what they do for a living, you know? Well, I, I, people who work in the CIA, not everyone's like that. And uh, I mean, they, they some people are very proud of their, their work for their country and. And uh, these people are more, uh, they're not fringe people. Uh, they, what I'm saying is my clips, they're data mining. And I, it's pro bono, all right? So they're helping me, I'm helping them. Uh, if they want to do remote viewing, if, if the chance of me getting it right accidentally, just like the lottery number, well, there's a mathematical reality. One in 10,000 chance of me getting that number right at that moment, that night. And it's all public record. So you can go back and say, Somebody's well, Somebody's going to get it. Yeah, but that's true. Somebody, but it, it was me at that moment for the reasons that I said. All right, a number that came to me, um, and that sounds hocus pocus and, and magical. But the whole experience that I'm discussing starts with the premise of, "Man, this doesn't make any sense." Well, how do I try to make sense of beings that seem to be able to to answer questions for other people, know things that I don't have access to, information that I don't have. And I can show that. I can say, hey, here we go. Um, this is the log. This is the timestamp. Unless, you know, somebody is able to see through walls and, and satellites beam. And, and that, you know, the more, like I said, Occam's razor, the more exotic it becomes, the more ridiculous it becomes, where I have to suspend my disbelief to such a degree that that's just crazy. Well, on the one you mentioned about, like, the person who said, you know, could you tell me about, I don't know, you said there was a, a can or something on a bench, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you you have to know what double blinding is, right? Yes, yes. So the person that was asking you to get the information knew what the answer to the question was. Is that correct? So when you sent them back uh, the audio that you had gathered through whatever means that they were then yes. analyzing, uh, you had mentioned pareidolia. Is it? I think the most likely answer to that is that they were engaging in the audio audio version of pareidolia because they had reached out to you to gather information about this uh, scenario that you can't see. And they're, if they had reached out to you based on, you know, what you've told me about your work and what you've done mm -hmm. in this field, they're going to be inclined to believe that you're able to gather the information about the object they put on the bench. Well, it goes beyond that. I mean, actually I was involved in, uh, I won't say the source. Well, here we this have like, right the, after, another thing I have is that yeah. I asked what software these people were using and you don't know. Yeah. And every time, I, like you mentioned scientists and none of them have names. Yeah. Well, and I, I can say, I can say one right up front. Dr. Gary Nolan, Stanford university. I, I, uh, I, I watched that, that your interaction with yes. him. I was, so I so was, I, I, that's I was, public. Some of it, like I said, I had a group of people approach me. This was right after, um, right after we had assassinated someone in Iran. 
All right. Uh, one of the, and, and we knew Iran was going to strike back. So I had that day a um, question about what was going to happen. So, you know, these people wouldn't in the in, in the CIA, they, they, they wouldn't waste their time playing a game, in my opinion, to try to extract some some nonsensical clip that doesn't make any sense to anyone. So it's going in and, and, and I think I think once the buzz around whatever my ability is and I don't claim any ability, that's a, I go back to I don't I've asked these entities, why me? And they say, because, and they say, we're sorry, which is not a good thing to hear. You're our favorite. And I'm like, favorite in what way? Like a pet? You know, like, uh, so what, and, and, and if, if I'm your favorite and it's a bad thing, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so, so I try, I try to keep a sense of humor about it. Um, the, the scientist, and I just use Dr. Gary Nolan because, you know, he's, the video is public and, the, and I am able to do that. Um, but there are people out there in, in Bob Bigelow's circle, I'm sure you've heard of him, uh, in the aerospace industry. Uh, he's a billionaire. I mean, he's, and I'm not, again, I'm not name-dropping. You wanted a few names. There are people who are more than intrigued by whatever's going on, including some who believe that this is a weapon, that I stumbled into something that, you know, is crazy, uh, and it's part of the whole Havana thing, Havana syndrome, and that uh, that if if it could be shown or demonstrated and repeated, you know, with the scientific method, you have to be able to repeat things. It's not just a one-off um, repeatability and in, in, in a controlled environment. That someone is playing a game, screwing with us, and especially during the election. All right, we had a big presidential election, and and I have clips that were controversial, and I was told to not make them public because what was on the clip was going to cause trouble. Uh, we already had a very contentious election that really, in a sense, is ongoing, uh, that even though Biden is president, there are certain people out there who don't believe he is, and it's, it's, it, it's, it's scary stuff. Everybody wanted to know the answer in 2020 of who's going to win the election. It's a very easy question. When you get a, a response that's very clear, and then some people don't like it, and they say, you better not make that public. Um, well, you know, I've had, I've had some family and friends that were threatened, and I, 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 I understand there are people out there who, who want the world to be seen a certain way, and, and they're in positions of power to, uh, to scare people. It doesn't stop my, um, my interactions, it doesn't stop my research or my own investigation, but there are people out there who absolutely don't want you to rock the boat. And they get annoyed. Uh, it's a political thing. It's a control of power thing. And I'm not being conspiratorial. I mean, that's life. Again and again, people have, um, th those who have the ability to exercise uh, some influence, they don't want you to challenge or to diminish their ability. And, uh, and I'm a nobody. And I start out all the time. I say, this fell into my lap, whatever it is, and they're still investigating it. And I have my suspicions what it is. Um, I've had I've had the clips like one of the clips where the, the beings say because I give them you know selection what are you all right and it's pretty clear that they seem to want me to believe they're alien and otherworldly. However, so I heard the alien one and I mm -hmm. 
would be willing to maybe buy the alien one, but the clip where mm-hmm. you say they said otherworldly, I had, you know, a bunch mm-hmm. of people in my chat when we were watching yeah. this and everybody, nobody was like, they, you, they're like you, even with the, the priming beforehand right. of, of it supposedly saying otherworldly, nobody, there was either there, nobody said that they, yeah, they heard and, that. And, and that's, and, and one of the things, um, like I said, I've, outsourced the 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 data mining of these clips and they're short clips and believe me you outsourced to send... it to people using software that we don't know the name of well and most i of the can't people I, and... I am not a technical i can give you names of people and i mean one's in the music industry actually uh, he's an audio uh engineer uh and part of that's part of the report if you read and this is all free i keep going back to it because Sometimes I've argued with people and they haven't even done the, the homework because they just they're automatically say, so "Well, there's crazy. a lot." I mean, there's a lot there. I didn't go through all yeah. of it either. I have yeah. things. I have there things there to are do. hours and hours of stuff. Yeah, and, I have stuff to do. Like I, I didn't go yeah, through all of yeah, it. Yeah, and like, I hear you, I, I, and I'm with you on that. And, and I just what I try to do, and not the the teacher in me saying, "Well, you got to do your homework," because you know you can tell the students you can't really expect to know the answers to the questions unless you do your homework. And sometimes skeptics just write me off, you know, right away, you're quack. And I'm like, did you even look at this stuff? Do you know, I'm not going to waste my time. Okay, well, then I really, they're yeah, we watched, trying to we watched the we watched the, the film that you had recommended to us. Yeah. Like we yeah, watched, and, and not only, it wasn't just me watching it alone. My, um, it's, it, there's a, there's a whole community that is, uh, that to be honest, we thought it was kind of funny, honestly. Yeah. And that, I, look, I, again, I am all about skepticism healthy skepticism you know where you say well i'm open-minded but you really gotta do something extraordinary if i can only emphasize please uh, the the in-depth reports and the scientists and all that that's on the archive section and that's all part of it it's all free keep going back to that i mean i don't want anybody's money uh and you know i won seventeen thousand five hundred dollars from that three dollar and fifty cent bet that's not life-changing but you know, uh, it, it it certain people in certain circles suddenly said, "Wow, we need to take that to the next level." And I'm like, "Sure," I said. You know, I but said, do you think uh, everybody who then picks like the winning lottery numbers is likely uh, psychic or has connections no, to something? No, no just no, you. I don't. Just you. No, not not me either. I mean, I, it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I I didn't. And then this goes back to I never raised my hand saying, "Boy, I'd like to have this experience." I'm trying to understand this experience with my background not being. And you know, an audio forensic person or a scientist. My background being, you know, in writing and 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 uh, stories. With, well, it, it you know, you have to. I believe you have to be open to certain ideas. There are certain things in life that you can approach. Uh, one of them, I'll, call, I'll quote Dr. Nolan. You know, um, if you ever what is Dr. Nolan's it, area of expertise? Um, he is actually. Well, he works at Stanford. His expertise is in the cancer, you know, pathology oh. and stuff. So that oh, is very, his. Very, so he's an expert on audio. And it, no, he has this circle of people who work and stuff like this. See, once you, once you get a certain interest, then they, they network. All right. Say, okay, well, this person in the CIA does this. All right. Kit Green is a person in the CIA, I could say. All right. Uh, now he's, he's got, you know, credentials and he worked in remote viewing all right so and as as crazy as that sounds our government did fund it all right we funded a lot of things that are crazy uh, over the years and um so you have people who 
have the pedigree. And again, in academia, and, and you need pedigree. All right, you need. So speaking the, of academia, has <clears throat> any of this stuff by any of these academics that you're talking about has any of it been published and subjected to peer review? Uh, that things are being worked on. So uh, is that, of course, is that you no? No, no, things I can say right now. I, mean, I cannot I, again, wait to read the peer review of this stuff. Yeah, well, the, right now, first and foremost, is uh, some of the stuff that um, the whole disclosure movement, all right, that we're not alone uh, and that there's, you know, obviously in Congress, you've been having these hearings and stuff. And, and the, the, the quick way to uh, to try to. I'm going to play with words to deflate an argument because say, oh, these are all just spy balloons and, you know, <laughs> Chinese spy. But that also drums up money. You have to, the threat narrative is there. All right. Our, our culture, our government, they know how to pull the right levers and scare people to get money to devote to projects that really are military industrial complex. I'm not one of these people um, who's involved in any of that stuff. Uh, but there is a there's definitely in in uh i don't know how much you use you uh twitter twitter or any of the other social I'm media on, i'm on twitter all day because of what i yeah. do yeah okay i i haven't researched you so i'm just like you know going at this cold uh but you, you, yeah you, just, wait, wait, uh, so uh, you didn't even take a couple minutes to look into who you were talking to oh no I, i'm saying i didn't research uh your social media presence and your social uh media fingerprint yeah i have i have looked into you and your your pages and stuff uh but and even uh, the echo a whole um a whole site and all that information uh but no i have not um gone through all your social media uh posts no no i, I just there's there's too much in life to, <laughs> to other things to do my daughter's about to graduate from high school my son's in college you know, uh, their family activities and, and visiting uh, a local uh, university that my daughter's interested in. Uh, so there, there are things that, the uh, priorities. And I try to, like I said, a small slice of my time with this. Although it seems like, because it's cumulative since 2017, it seems like a lot of information that I have, you know, hours, and that's true. Because uh, a little bit here and there adds up, you know, before you know it. Um, and you have this uh, this plethora of, 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 wow, you know, all this this information that people can check out but i keep going back to saying it's free and if you are curious and say well i don't understand it i'm first one to say i don't understand it i don't know why i'm involved in it i don't i mean did i profit from it maybe you could say well you won the lottery thing even if that was a fluke now if we win it a, a few more times <laughs> I, I try to tell uh one of the people uh because pennsylvania lottery they did not want my story to be out there because that's not the kind of story they want well this pennsylvania um, lottery is it the pennsylvania lottery who didn't want to publish your story or was it like local press that didn't want to publish no, your no, story is it's pa lottery because that what that's let's imagine just for a second that if even 60 percent of what i say is true and i was able to win on some supernatural hunch that gives me an unfair advantage then the lottery is not going to be happy because the game's no longer fair if you have one person who can somehow you know beat the system uh, beat the odds that makes the whole game suspect so you can understand that they don't want you know, certain things certain people get uncomfortable and say that we don't want to hear your backstory even if you're a winner we don't want people to know your backstory because it makes people feel uncomfortable i've actually been told when i was on the radio 98 rock baltimore i was interviewed um and that's also the link is on my website um they took me off the phone they said you know the 
person pulled off the side of the road here and they, they didn't want to go to work because of what you were saying. It scared the bejesus out of them. And I said, well, I don't know. And there are sensitivities out there. I said, I, I try to be, you know, honest and everything. And I, I pretty much laugh at most of it, even my experience, because you got to see the humor and everything. And one of the things I try to, to really uh, convey is whatever I'm interacting with, and I always qualify because, you know, I don't trust them. And I was going back to that clip, the alien clip. I had a subliminal analysis done of it by the, and they found. By whom? An audio forensic professional. Uh, I can't just, you have to go, I mean, you can read the report. It all but says it his the name. the guy who put out the Goo Goo Dolls record, maybe? Well, he put out several things, uh, but no, not the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> I do like some of the Goo Goo Dolls music. I'm, I'm oh, I do my too. Age I do too, or at least I, yeah. I used to. I, I, that's, yeah, that's they're, a, they're not what they used ago. to be. Yeah, exactly. When they were cutting edge. But, but I'm just um, like, when you say like an expert, it, the, the problem, yeah. you know, you had mentioned the guy from Stanford and you had used his like, yeah, um, because his lab, you use his he, lab coat sort of as a status symbol, yeah. but then we find out that his area of expertise is cancer, which is fine. People should be working on cancer. I'm glad that that person is doing that. And if they have, you know, beliefs outside of their area of expertise, I yeah. don't. It doesn't even matter as long as they're doing good work and treating the treating the people they work with really well, and you know, publishing work in their field and, and getting involved in peer review and doing all the all the things they well, need to do lot, as a professor. Uh, yeah. That's that's, yeah, that's lo- great. They can believe yeah. whatever they want outside of that. Yeah, and and I agree with you. I, I'm saying he was the inroad because he's got connections with the Havana Syndrome Group, with the CIA. All right, these are people who they they brought him uh, MRI scans of people's brains who were scrambled by exposure to something. All right, now he was given access to that for a little while until he dug a little too deep into the stuff. I mean, the, the, some of the some of the cases were terminal. All right. Did those people understand. have cancer? Well, the, they, the, yeah, there were effects. Some of them, you know, somebody's brain is scrambled or burned from radiation or something. Uh, and the I'm military pass that on to a neuroscientist. But. Well, yeah, look, but that's it. When you deal, he's not about silos either. So he, okay, he he works with some people, the CIA. They come to him with, you know, questions. I'm like highly skeptical of people who claim they work with the CIA because that's a shut yeah. the fuck up kind of a situation. Yeah, well, I, 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 look, I, I, I hear you, and, and, but I also, when you have the kind of money that some of these people are working with and, and, and the, uh, it, you have a lot to lose with your reputation. We're going to talk about pedigree and prestige and, and your, you know, people can believe all kinds of wacky things. Don't get me wrong. But I'm pretty much, oh, here's what I put on the table. Something weird's going on where I'm getting, and you can say pareidolia from my end, but I'm getting responses, direct, intelligent responses to questions that are becoming eight, nine times out of ten. You can hear them before I even ask the question. And well, that actually brings me to another question. How long before yeah. you ask the question is this uh, supposed response? Is it like immediately before or sometimes is it ten minutes before? No, it's usually immediately before it's within the, the idea that I've been told again, I'm not, I'm not um, credentialed in any of this, but the idea is that there is about a half second delay in our perception of consciousness that we are able to think that we're How in do the I present DJ time. If that's the huh? case, I'm a yeah. pretty good DJ. How do I DJ? <laughs> if that's the case, how do I match beats? Yeah. And I, and I, I, I um, I, I'm just trying to, 
understand. So they were like, during that delay, if something could read your thoughts, even if it's a military, a weapon, something that, because you understand AI is so, um, is it becoming so, it's the flavor of the moment, but it's also like when the internet first came out, people started to see, wow, this is going to be life-changing for a lot of industries and, and, and everything and how people interact and correspond. Same thing, AI is coming along, but you know, uh, just like the internet, the internet was around a lot longer before it became mainstream public. Oh, yeah, so before, before, think, the, before the World Wide Web, there, there was, yes, you could connect yeah. to the internet via other methods. The World Wide right. Web just made it so that anyone could point and click and get around. Exactly. So you have like chat GPT and stuff today that's accessible and people are like, wow, but this, this has been out there for a while. Uh, maybe it's not been available so people can use that kind of technology, but believe me, CIA is probably, and I say the CIA, I'm just picking on them, probably 50 years ahead of what's public. So there, you know, if the AI was developed years ago, you could almost understand somebody create the ability to have that half a second advantage on somebody's thinking. So if I'm going to ask a question you think about something my, like chat GPT existed, what 50 years ago would be the seventies, something like it in a, obviously a different form. Um, obviously, uh, very few people involved in that because it would be so exclusive. So you, yeah, I mean, but, I, but, but the, the, to extrapolate from that, you also would then believe that there were, there were, computers there were like uh silicon or there were chips there were uh, central processing units or gpus or other sorts of uh, uh data crunching technology in the 70s yeah, I, that, I, that, I, that I, actually i i think that it's we put we put uh men on the moon in the 60s um and you know with that technology we were able to do it barely um, i mean that, well, we, well, was, we did it it's, there are people out there and i will argue with you know people who are flat earthers and, and totally like the, the moon landing was a fake you know it, I, I, again this the technology's there i'm sure we can zero in with some of our telescopes maybe they're not public yet and we can look at some of what we left behind on the moon some of the you know, the uh, the litter um it's kind of funny think, that the first thing we did when we got to the moon was litter, right? Yeah, I was. I, I use that word, so I'm guilty of it. Um, that's how I feel. I'm, I'm very much a, a in the nature. I'm obviously wearing a shirt. Uh, I like to hike and and be in the outdoors, and that's why I try to go back and say, whatever I'm interacting with, man, it's natural. Um, and you know, in the in the cosmic sense, uh, you know, I, I try to open my mind and say, you know, this could be something, and I I, I try to connect with people and find a common denominator uh you know horton hears a who all right the the little whoville and microscopic on the the little bit of dust on the clover um and horton the elephant and the children and you know, dr seuss made fun of because you know, the rest of the forest like this is ridiculous we don't hear the the who's that you claim to hear because horton has the big ears and you know he's persecuted for his beliefs um until it becomes self-evident. And I think that's a lot. In, in, in science and stuff, there is always that level of persecution. And I'm not a scientist, but I'm saying if a new idea comes along, yes, it has to be wrestled with. It has to be you know, evaluated, tested, a hypothesis. And then you get a consensus. And, and eventually, those, a lot of times, the people who are initially so skeptical become the converts and they say it was self-evident all along. We just didn't see it. Well, um, there's, I, I mean, there's the process of, you know, publishing papers, subjecting things sure, to peer review, sure. having 
having others repl replicate the results and stuff. And I feel like Absolutely. that's sorely missing from what's going on here. You know, I, I oh, did look I'd, to I'd, see I'd, on pu published papers on EVPs. Yeah. And um, I, 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 I didn't, do not. <laughs> I, the, the peer review on them was pretty, pretty brutal on uh, the papers. Yeah, and about it, it should be. And it should, it should always be brutal. It should be honest, too. Um, I have, like I said, I, I, I stand on one thing. Something weird's going on. People don't just win lottery and, and, and start, you know. Somebody's going to win the lottery. Uh, well, you know, you can say that. But it, it, and it's easy for you to say. For me, it was like, wow, this is so novel. Uh, and, and, and the results. When I won the lottery um, that night, I was sitting there with my family, trying to have a poker face when, I, when the number came out. And my daughter said something that she saw at that moment. And have you, I'm sorry, you, your daughter is also um, able to see otherworldly things or no, get no, transmission no, no, from no, the giant no, head or no, whatever? No, no, She saw something that was like a confirmation. Um, and, and sometimes I, I don't understand. We are limited by language in many ways. So how do I express something that at times is ineffable? It's, it's almost magical. Um without sounding absolutely bonkers to the point where I, I can't communicate the experience. So I try to inject humor. I want to say whatever it is I'm dealing with, they're mischievous. They like to play games. They can be naughty. They can be vulgar. They can be things that I'm not. And they have a, they have a, a warped sense of humor. But I believe, and I've said it to the researchers, including Dr. Nolan, um, uh, hey, uh, 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 you, cancer you can... You, you, I know you're going in and trying to, and it's okay to try to exploit the weakness in the position. Uh, but well, I mean, because I'm not, I'm not taking a position. No, well, I, I think, like I said, open-minded skeptic is fine, but it, it's just so easy. A lot of times, people are just dismissive without looking at it. And that's why I try to say, here's all the the research. Here's the the papers. The the association. Wait, there's with no the, papers. The the archives. You can actually see the reports. Uh, the times, all the stuff that they analyzed, how they did it. Um, you can but, see but no, no, paper. When okay, listen, I I have a lot of academics in my community. Yeah. I, I have professors ranging from sociology to uh, uh, PhD candidates in molecular biology who come on to talk about uh, conspiracism. Um, a lot of times, mm -hmm. medical information misinformation mm -hmm. is one of our uh, primary focuses. And uh, if you tell them that there's a paper, they're going to be like, "What journal is it published in?" Yeah, and, I understand. So I, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of academic window dressing going on here, but there's yeah. no actual academia going on here. Well, and I, I look right now, things are being evaluated and reviewed, maybe peer review. There are other scientists and stuff at some point. Well, the paper has uh, to be accepted into a yeah, journal for the peer review yeah, to happen. Yeah. So at some point when people have enough data and, and they, you know, um, have that confidence that goes with okay well what's going there's a, there's some mystery here that's what people are, are investigating now i supply the data all right i ask that they share it with me as much as i share with them you know pro bono um scratch my back you scratch you know yours whatever i'm just and the i the idea is all i want to do i'd like to go back to the normal life because i'm not making money from this i'd like to go back and say well hey the simple life that i had before um, where I didn't have this annoyance, because it can be an annoyance. Whatever these beings are, they are needy. They crave attention. They they crave attention in a way that it sometimes can push the envelope and, and, and be 
they like to like if 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 they want to refer to an animal, they will make noises to sound like the animal at the same time. They will affect their voice. And I say voice. See, I understand. I'm going back. I'm trying to, to make a common denominator communication-wise. The computers say that's what it's trying to be. It's a frog trying to say, you know, is this a frog? Because uh, it, it, it just it blows my mind to think in the first place, hey, it's not about interpretation. It's not about winning lottery numbers. Those are all, you know, connect the dots, make a constellation. But even that is an artificial connect the dots. It's about what the hell's going on here. This, according to science, and I can put the the um, the phone, the track phone in a Faraday pouch, military grade. Does the military the use Faraday still, pouches? Yes. Yeah. The mer. Then the, the, it can still get through. The signal, whatever it is, it should not be able. To, you should, should not be able to text out of that. You should not be able to take Faraday a call. Faraday pouches don't prevent audio recordings they no, no, prevent, no they prevent no the, the whole prevent. the signal the electromagnetic because understand they're the component that they're using with white noise they believe there's a certain frequency that has and that's what the havana syndrome people are saying these are a certain frequency that is getting into the clip that it's not it's not being manufactured by air moving over a larynx. It's not being manufactured by a noise in the room. There's something in my ear making a noise that sounds like a crystalline coded noise, almost like Morse code, really fast, and it sounds crystalline. Only my right ear, and believe me, I've had the MRIs and everything. I can share all that stuff, I'm sure, I don't mind. Um, and in my brain is actually youthful for my age. I'm, I'm going to be 56. So I'm just like, well, you know, pretty old to have this weird stuff going on. Um, and, and, it's, and it's not, you know, I'm not afraid of dying or anything like that. I mean, uh, so it's not like this fear of death is driving me to, you know, some hallucination. We wanted to go down the checklist and say, what is causing and my ENT doctor an audio hallucination? Um, what, what, what is this? So when this happens, you can have the Faraday pouch. I don't have to touch anything. It can be across the room. All right. Once that device starts recording i hear the signal over here it and we have multiple things going at the same time so you have more than one cell phone of the same make and model but you also have cell phones of a different make and model all of them turned on simultaneously to see what's recorded all right now in different locations and stuff there is something being recorded of a certain frequency that is getting through the faraday pouch which again boggles okay what what the heck's you know this shouldn't happen i don't know what it means i'm not a scientist i'm always thinking well there's always some way around you know maybe the faraday you know, but it, they're not all compromised they're not all I and mean, these are military from different companies we have some of those we also have some the same company so we can compare apples to apples oranges to oranges again it's all about data collection. It's a, just a mystery. And like I said, the beings like to be mis mischievous. They like to do strange things and quirky things. Like we had a a rabbit that passed. You know, I say passed, it died, right? All right, the rabbit uh, died. I, and I, I sometimes off the wall, the ear ringing starts. I'm like, I'm going to ask a weird question. I said, so what's the name of our rabbit that just passed? Upon playback, before I ask the question, you hear a loud and clear Cuddles! That's the name of the rabbit. Is that what and it I'm sounded like, like oh, on the uh, recording? Yeah. Yeah, Like, uh, and I can send you that. You mean like otherworldly? No, this is much more clear than otherworldly. Uh, the the otherworldly was a companion piece to the alien clip, which again, I suspect, and this is 
as I was saying earlier, I had these Havana uh, syndrome analysts who were looking into the clip. There's subliminal messages. When I, um, the alien clip has a subliminal component. Uh, what do they call that? Um, I, don't, I don't even know. I have to look that up. Anyhow, the subliminal component that can't be heard, because it's subliminal, when it's analyzed by computers, there is a, a voice that says, okay, I'm going to be an alien. That they're pretending to be what, maybe what we want or what we expect. Maybe it's a game. I have the remote viewing, when I've done remote viewing for these scientists who ask me questions uh, and to get them right, the beings say, are we going to play the game again? And I said, the game? Yeah, the, we're playing the game. You want to you know, see what's going on on the other side of the world? And I said, sure. That's what, you know, if you want to call it the game, it's remote viewing to me. Uh, it, 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 once, yeah, one situation when you get that right, that's a fluke. It's a battery. When you start stringing these together and you have a whole series, it becomes less and less probable that it's a fluke. That when you have... 30 clips and they're right on each one and I have the uh, say I have the correspondence so the person sent me the answer you know when I click they click right so within like 30 I have then their response this is what we and the timestamp because they're talking to their colleagues so they said battery before I sent them the clip battery they said it back and forth so I heard battery and they're not they're not talking to me this is like you know I'm totally blind you know like you said it's and, not double blinding but no, I'm saying I'm totally blind to. I don't. I don't have any anything I can do except send the clip. Uh, but I then see the result, and I'm like, well, "So what are the odds? What are the odds?" And then you start. I'm not being an odds maker, but you start seeing that after a while, to think that everything is a coincidence or a fluke, that becomes stupid too. That becomes something like, "Well, that's so un improbable that you start thinking, well, that's not really likely anymore." Okay, well, so, um, I kind of want to, I'm kind of getting ready to wrap this up here, but I want right. to, we, we do a show about the satanic panic. And this reminds me a lot of, do you remember in the 70s and 80s, people were freaking out about rock and roll music and they oh, play yeah. the record backwards and all the records yeah, said yeah. Satan. All the yeah. records said Satan. Um, yeah, all my favorite records had, had a back masking uh, message. That's true. Iron Maiden and, <laughs> and D, John Ronnie James Dio and all my except, favorites. Yeah. Except that, they didn't that was just right. that like some some kook was priming was you it was priming you to hear oh sweet satan or whatever it is prior it was a marketing to, ploy yeah prior, and, yeah. and yeah and, and it was oh as soon as people started doing that absolutely the record industry yeah. was like yep satan let's go um <laughs> but i just this is just i this just reminds me what we're what we're what, what you're talking about here just reminds me so much of that I just, I just feel like, I feel like we've gone back in time in a lot of ways. And I, <laughs> well, got, I got to tell you, you seem like a nice guy, but I'm not buying what you're selling, even though you're well, giving it okay. away for free. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it, I'm giving it away. Yeah, that, that's, that's again, frame that. It's out there. If anyone's curious, and that's what I, I want to just share it. And and you, yeah, it, that's all I'm putting on the table. Something weird. It seems like very weird's going on. It seems to have, uh, got some interest from people who do have credentials that I don't. Uh, and and what they're doing with the information they're mining, the data, I have no idea. They share um, with you know with the computer, the the uh, analysis, the consensus that they're getting. And uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't understand it. Still don't. And here we are, you know, over five years later, um, it's still going on. Uh, and again, I give a very small part of my life to this, 
but I think that it's it's um it's different enough that you know it makes you like oh, well maybe I need to think about this and be open minded because there's still magic in the world uh, not I don't understand it so it seems magical but it's quite possible that it's, it's very mundane. I, I, one of the things I said before with the Horton Here's a Who reference for Dr. Seuss, I'm open-minded enough to think that there's some kind of microscopic entity. I'm saying like a flea, just, and, and there's some kind of consciousness there, uh, and, and it likes to play games. Uh, and, and, you know, whether it's alien or not, I mean, it's not, it's not human, apparently, so you can say it's other, uh, but whatever it is, uh, it's, it's interesting enough that I have created a website and interviewed and, and done all kinds of things, uh, and, and I'm continuing this, this, uh, investigation, uh, because it's a puzzle and I, I, Hey, I'm an avid chess player. I play chess, but I like to solve chess is a big puzzle. And these, when you get the pieces moving and you can understand, wow, you know, the things that, you know, the possibilities, same thing here. Somebody, uh, when I won that lottery and I keep referring to that and I said, okay, I said, you know, this is nice and all. I said, but if I can, if I can demonstrate this and if it can be peer reviewed, the data, and if it, I said, there's your winning lottery ticket. I said, it'll change the world. I said, well, people you can't, will wake that's up. That's a single data point. It's, re it's relying on an anecdote. No, I'm, I'm, using, I'm using the lottery reference. Uh, I'm trying to say, if at some point that the consensus and, and enough people in the, in the community that they peer review the data and it's published and everything, then um, that's the winning lottery ticket. The, then people maybe will have a, a new sense of there was another wondrous element to the universe. Whatever they are, they're here watching us. Apparently, they watch all of us. That's what I've been told by them. They they uh, they find us interesting, but at the same time, we're not a very smart species. So we have a potential, but in a lot of times, they they laugh at us. So it is it is kind of humbling to think that uh, that maybe um, we're looked down on by you know whatever. I mean, somebody said, oh, these are actually angels reporting to God, and, you know, I don't know about that. I mean, some of them seem like they're fallen angels from the perversity, you know, they, they say things that you, you and, and, and even racial things. I mean, they, so there's, there's a viciousness that I don't get, and when they are vicious with me, when they say things that I absolutely find abhorrent, I cut them off. I said, you know, I don't have to talk to you. And then they, they apologize. I have so many clips of apologies. You would be amazed where they're saying, I'm sorry, we're sorry, we didn't mean. Can you imagine? Number one, it's an ego trip to even think that something like this would even deal with me. But then to apologize to me, what a manipulation. I'm just, I see right through it. So, and you know, I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm just trying to put oh, it out there. Be pretty it's, hard. it's all free. So have your audience say, hey, it's free. And, you know, wade through it. Maybe you get something from it. I mean, maybe not. All right. Well, cool. Um, like I said, uh, I, I think this is all a bunch of nonsense. But I enjoyed the conversation, and uh, <laughs> thank you. You seem, you seem like a you seem like a you seem like a pretty nice guy, and I do believe that you believe what you're telling me. I don't think you're a grifter. So, everybody, thank this you. has been uh, Gary Arnold. What's the best website for people to find you on? All right. If you look up, we are not alone. Just as one word, we are not alone, and then the word medium. You'll see Gary Arnold. That's my name. Uh, I have a whole, like I said, bunch of stuff. It's a compendium site, lots of things. You, everything I've done really is right there. Uh, the scientists, you can go to the reports, uh, the analysis of the clips, uh, all the archives, all the documentary stuff, all free. All right, well, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Have a good evening.